You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Tuesday, February the 4th, 2020. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. It's been cleared for publication that the Israel Navy and Shin Bet Security Agency thwarted an attempt three months ago to smuggle weapons into the Gaza Strip via the sea from northern Sinai. A suspicious vessel was detected and seized, and two terrorists on board were arrested. During questioning, it emerged that the weapons were intended for Hamas's naval commando forces. Balloon terror. A suspicious balloon cluster was spotted next to Kibbutz Kfar Aza in the Gaza periphery. A sapper was summoned to the scene. Yesterday, explosive balloons were found in Kiryat Gat, Stirot, and the Eshkol Regional Council. Road 6 was closed for a period of time when a cluster of balloons launched from Gaza landed there. Sappers dealt with the objects. There were no injuries and no damage. A senior source in the Sudanese army says that the United Arab Emirates coordinated yesterday's meeting in Entebbe between Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and Sudanese leader Abdel Fattah al-Burhan. Netanyahu said afterwards that he and al-Burhan agreed to cooperate toward normalization of ties between the countries. According to the Sudanese source, the incentive for the meeting was Sudan's desire for the United States to remove it from a list of countries that support terror. The source said very few people in the Sudanese leadership were aware of the meeting, but Egypt and Saudi Arabia did know about it. Hamas condemned the Sudanese leader's meeting with Netanyahu, calling it the kind of meeting that encourages the occupation and the American leadership to continue to violate the rights of the Palestinians. Islamic Jihad said the meeting did not reflect the views of the Sudanese people which, who support the Palestinian issue. Senior Palestinian official Saeb Arikat called the meeting a knife in the back of the Palestinians. He said that it deviated from the Arab Peace Initiative at a time when Palestinians are dealing with the U.S. president's deal of the century. U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, meanwhile, congratulated the Sudanese leader for his interest in advancing normalization of ties with Israel and his meeting with Netanyahu. Pompeo spoke by phone on Sunday with al-Burhan and invited him to visit Washington. Israel's Defense Minister Naftali Bennett departed last night on his first working visit to the United States in his current cabinet role. He is due to meet with his American counterpart, Mark Esper, for talks on the Iranian threat, Iran's entrenchment in Syria, and other regional issues. A Khan reporter says that annexation could also come up. Bennett informed leaders of the Yesha Council last night that he would try to advance a green light from the administration for immediate annexation moves by Israel in Judea and Samaria. Meanwhile, in Jerusalem, Yesha Council leaders today erected a protest tent near the Knesset. They said this is to urge the prime minister and to give him backing to act now to extend Israeli sovereignty in Judea, Samaria, and the Jordan Valley. In other news, the police officer who fatally shot Ethiopian-Israeli teen Solomon Teka in Kiryat Chaim last June has been charged in the Haifa Magistrates Court with negligent homicide. Teka's killing shook the country and led to nationwide protests by the Ethiopian community about discrimination by police and racism against them in general. 
According to the charge sheet, the officer, who was off-duty at the time, was pelted by rocks by Tekka and his friends after he suspected that they were mugging a teenager for money. The negligence allegations related primarily to the fact that the officer fired at asphalt next to Tekka and did not make due at most with a warning shot in the air. The bullet ricocheted and fatally struck Tekka. The Knesset House Committee convened this morning to discuss the immunity request of Likud Knesset member Chaim Katz. Katz is suspected of fraud and breach of trust for allegedly acting to have a bill passed that was formulated by his financial advisor, Moti Ben-Ari, which would have been worth millions of shekels to him and to Ben-Ari. Finally, police have released from detention the 18 ultra-Orthodox Jerusalem faction members who were arrested for causing disturbances during yesterday's protest in Bnei Brak against the detention of a Haredi draft dodger. The demonstrators threw rocks and injured three police officers. The weather outlook, chance of local rain over the course of the day, mostly night in the north and the center, slightly cooler, tomorrow warmer. Thursday will be warmer with local rain overnight over most of the country. Friday calls for rain in the north and center, possibly in the south. Rain's picking up over the course of the day, accompanied by isolated thunderstorms and hail. Snow overnight on northern hilltops and possible high peaks in the center. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 13, Tel Aviv 18, Haifa 16, Beersheba 14, and in Eilat going up to 22 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can find us at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, Spotify, and the Khan English Facebook page.